0: Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more body love insight, Check out her website, MaddieMoon.com, and grab your free guide, How to Love Your Body Again, 10 Easy Steps to Stop Sacrificing and Start Living. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show.
1: What's up, guys? Maddie Moon here. And today is going to be a slightly different type of episode. And I'm going to start doing this a little bit more because the interviews that I am given, like whenever I am the interviewee, you don't really always get to hear that because those episodes are on podcasts maybe you've never heard of, or maybe you're not on my newsletter yet, so you're not notified of it. But I'm going to play an episode today from a podcast that I love and I was honored to be a guest on. So, today's episode is with um, Sean Stevenson, the Sean Stevenson model, and his podcast is called The Model Health Show. It's one of my favorite podcasts for so many reasons, but I really look up to Sean Stevenson because he gives people answers to questions they really didn't even know they had. And he gives them a lot of practical, realistic insight and tips you can implement every single day. And he's also telling you like the optimal foods and um, great skincare products. He wrote a book about sleep, all these different things that we don't really think about that add up to our day-to-day lives. And so I was really honored to be on a show. Sean is even someone that I consider to be a mentor to myself because he's reached out to me and he's given me lots of words of wisdom and he's an inspiration to me to say the least. So I was recently on his podcast and it was called Stop Comparing Yourself, Gain True Happiness and Achieve Body Freedom. This was before my Body Freedom program was released, so I'm going to go ahead and play this for you guys, and I really hope you enjoy the show. Stay tuned for more exciting news about 4 Weeks to Body Freedom that I have not released yet because it's still a little bit in the works, but if you missed the program 4 Weeks to Body Freedom, stay tuned because I have really exciting news. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. Enjoy the show. And definitely, guys, go ahead on over to The Model Health Show and subscribe so you can get all of his episodes, not just this one, because trust me, they're all amazing. Okay, love you guys. Enjoy the show.
2: This podcast of The Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit theseanstevensonmodel.com.
0: Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing and beautiful co host and producer, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade?
2: What's up, Sean?
0: How are you doing today?
2: I'm going to pull this from a letter we received. I am fan terrific. Fan terrific. Mm-hmm. Loves it. I do too, because I'm fantastic and terrific today. Whoop!
0: Boom! Blend it together.
2: Goes the dynamite.
0: <laughs> awesome, well, everybody! Thank you so much for tuning into the show.
2: Yeah, welcome back.
0: We've got a powerhouse show today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Power powerhouse Power. show. Power. All right, today we've got an incredible guest on, and we're going to be talking about body image and this this oh, inner game, our inner dialogue, yes. you know, because this is the actual root of us being healthy and happy mm-hmm. is what's going on in our inner world. Sure. You know, a lot of times we get so fixated on the stuff that's going on outside of us, mm-hmm. not understanding that what's really the, the driving force is you staying congruent with who you see yourself as, you know, mm-hmm. I often tell people it's the number one driving force of the human being is to stay congruent with your identity, yeah. you know, who you think you are internally. And you will find creative ways to either sabotage or mm-hmm. to fulfill those beliefs about yourself. Right. All right. So this is why we really got to kind of get in and look at that inner game and that inner dialogue and make the changes necessary so that you can be free. Yeah. You know, because this should not be something that is because, you know, what I've often seen is that we can actually get into a place where we're so healthy that we're unhealthy.
2: You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? You're way
0: too so far. we're gonna talk about that today. We got an incredible <laughs> guest on, and we're gonna bring on just a moment, but first let's give a shout out to our show sponsor, onit.com.
2: So on
0: it. Head over to O-N-N-I-T forward slash model mm-hmm. for 10% off. All of your health and human performance supplements. They've got the Hemp force protein—the
2: good stuff.
0: That's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. As you're squeezing something in the I'm air, I don't know what <laughs> whatever it is. It's
2: good stuff. Two hands worth.
0: It's incredible. First <laughs> of all, it tastes amazing. Yeah, which should just in and of itself, you know, you want to do something that's pleasure. But the real deal is that it's made from organic, organic ingredients. Okay, earth-grown nutrients. All right, hemp protein is the most bioavailable protein source for the human body, and. Higher source of edestin and albumin, mm-hmm. two soft globular proteins. It's a little funny, weird word, but it basically mm-hmm. means that they're very, very digestible and easy, easily easily. Assimilated,
2: right? Okay. And I like your globular hand motion. Oh, so we're both into. doing hand motion. I'm kind of <laughs> right.
0: curving something in right here. <laughs> squeezing. You're squeezing. I don't know what's happening. We've got here today. globular <laughs> and
2: good stuff going on right here. Uh, so,
0: um, they're very, very digestible and easily assimilated by the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, just a wonderful source of, of of bioavailable protein that you need to be on. okay yes. Get off of the fake stuff. Get on the get off the gas and blast. <laughs> you know, there's no way. Right. I'm not gonna say any name but there's no way
2: no way I'm you know that we want in here we
0: want to be on that stuff we want to get onto the good stuff so head over there and check them out get yourself some hemp protein some of that hemp force protein and also check out the shroom tech mm-hmm. huge fan of the shroom tech it's my pre-workout supplement all the time that's right loves it gives you that extra edge without spiking you out because I know a <laughs> lot of people know like <laughs> taking some of those pre-workouts you kind of oh, you yeah. you'll flip out a little bit uh-huh. and this gives you it's a natural energy All right. Because it's it's derived from cordyceps mushroom, which has thousands of years of document history. Mm -hmm. Right, And it
2: supports you gracefully.
0: Yes, exactly. It brings
2: you up and lets you release it all with a nice smooth motion. Exactly. It's Mm -hmm.
0: an adaptogen. Uh, That's that's what it is. That would have been the word. I did in
2: in so many ways.
0: So cordyceps (laughs) helps you to it helps the oxygenation of your blood. Mm -hmm. Okay, it helps to increase your insulin sensitivity, blocks insulin resistance in studies. All right. Also improves your stamina, mm-hmm. your libido. Yeah, libido. Anything that improves your libido can be translated. <laughs> it's called sexual transmutation. Uh-huh.
2: All right. This I is like a chapter in Think and Grow libido. Rich.
0: All right. Sexual transmutation. You can take that energy and put it into something else. Oh, All right. Man. You can put that energy into your workout. Powerful thinking, right? It is. <laughs> so head over there and check them out. The Shroom Tech, Hemp Force and so many other incredible things. com forward slash model. Now let's go ahead and get into the iTunes review of the week.
2: Now let's see what we have this week. We are fortunate to see another five-star rating. Carlos, David Carlos says, best podcast ever. For the first time in my life, I am interested in my own health because the Model Health Show helps me understand it. My health consciousness clicked on like a light switch thanks to these golden analogies that you guys include in your explanations. It all makes so much sense and it makes me excited to become the better version of myself. Trying to catch up with every episode of this show has caused me to drop all other podcasts, but it's okay because if we don't have our health, nothing else is enjoyable. Thanks for what you do.
0: That's so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I appreciate being the exclusive information that you're bringing in Mm -hmm. for a time period. Uh, Just immersing yourself. I'm a huge fan of immersion, Mm -hmm. you know, because I really feel that that's probably the catalyst that helped to create who I am today, it you know, it's just like getting yourself fully immersed in the things that you want to be the the information, the energy, yep. you know, the character of the people that you're learning from. And just immersing yourself in that it does, in fact, change who you are. You know, neurons that fire together, wire together, it yeah. literally changes your brain.
2: You give yourself a better chance to succeed.
0: Yeah. And this is why podcasting is so powerful. And everybody, thank you so much for leaving those reviews over on iTunes because right. it helps to get the show out to more people and I truly do appreciate that.
2: And letting us know how you're using it in your life. I love how specific you're getting. So we, we know how we're reaching. Right,
0: right. Now let's go ahead and get into our amazing show and our amazing guest. Our guest today is Madeline Moon. Madeline. And she is she's a holistic health coach specializing in nutrition, fitness, and body image. She has spent the last several years training for fitness competitions and modeling photo shoots, only to come to the conclusion that real satisfaction and self-worth is found in a completely different place. Her mission is to shed light on how unique and perfect every individual is and how they can come to realize the true potential already existing within them. Madeline is a creator of the website Mind Body Musings and the host of the Mind Body Musing podcast, which I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. Been on that show, rocked it out. It was an awesome show. And she's a graduate of the University of Texas in Austin and the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. She's just an all-around awesome person. Sounds I really like love her yes. personality and her wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, just it, it's it's incredible. You know, and everybody's gonna learn from that today. So I would like to welcome to the Model Health Show, Madeline Moon. How you doing today, Maddie? Oh, I'm
3: so good. Thank you guys for having me on the show. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> it's my pleasure. You're one of my favorite people out there. No kidding. I really do <laughs> appreciate and respect what you're doing. You know, you're really you're doing something that is against the the paradigm. You know, with the normal fitness industry. So right. let's go ahead and let everybody know about your story a little bit and how you got started and how this kind of shift happened to where you were actually truly more focused on on, on health and happiness today.
3: Yes, definitely. So my story is not that unlike many other women who have gone through this kind of thing. When I was in, um, let's say, high school, I started getting really interested in the vegan and vegetarian lifestyle because I had a really good friend that was A vegan, very, very committed to it. And I wanted to give it a shot. So I started doing that and it was amazing. And I felt like I was living with a purpose and it was great and I was unique and I was different and everyone asked me questions about, you know, your diet. How do you do that? I just kind of felt like I was a part of this really cool club. And then eventually I started to use it as a weight loss mechanism because I started to think that as long as I'm not eating meat, then I'm going to be losing weight and I'm going to get smaller because people started saying, wow, you look – you look smaller. it look like you lost weight. Good job. And it's not like I really needed to lose any weight to begin with, but these kind of comments really started to stick with me. And I was thinking, Oh, I am losing weight. This is this is kind of cool. And then I started this really strange kind of like food fear with, with meat. And I just wanted to avoid meat at all costs. If I got a salad and it came with meat and I didn't know about it, I just wouldn't eat it. And I would just sit there and stare at it. And then everyone would be like, Madeline, come on, like it's already on your plate. But I was so terrified of this. And then Let's say about um, a year later of doing this, I started getting really, really invested into bodybuilding and workouts and like hitting the gym two times a day and getting really, really, really intensely focused on changing my physique. And then once I started researching it more, I realized, oh, man, I'm not eating enough protein. I really need to be eating some meat. So then I put down my tempeh and then I picked up my chicken and it was all dry. You know, very, very dry, lean chicken and absolutely no fat and sign up for my first bodybuilding competition, which was at the time really, you know, it was there are good things and a lot of bad things. So I'll never say it was just a terrible decision. And I'm so glad it happened because yeah. it's, it brought me where I am today. But this bodybuilding show really, really opened up my eyes to what the fitness industry is telling people, because I was buying into this idea that to be fit, you have to look like this because this is what the magazines say. And this is what fitness looks like. It looks like abs. It looks like doing nothing, no, having no social life, eating out of Tupperware, you know, using no salt on your food. It looks like that. That's what we're taught. And so I bought into it and became very, very, very dedicated and missed out on Most of my 21st 21st birthday and all that stuff, and like that whole year was just spent being extremely driven and focused on this bodybuilding show, and then I ended up losing about 15 pounds for this show, and to begin with, I was not at all, I didn't really have much to lose to begin with, so I became extremely underweight, and eventually, I had lost my period, and all my brain power because I couldn't eat any fat or anything like that. Like fat, no, 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 no fat. And this meal plan that I had, I actually stuck with it for the entire 12 weeks. Oh, actually, that one was an 18-week prep. So for that prep, I was on this one meal plan for 18 weeks. And when I say one meal plan, I literally mean I had seven foods to choose from well, I couldn't even choose because they were meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four, five, and six. And I had the same meals every day for 18 weeks. And mm-hmm. I, I think I went to a restaurant once and I ate like chicken and broccoli. And it was the most awful experience ever because I kept having to be like, no, make sure that it doesn't have any salt on it. Make sure that you don't cook it in any oil. And I was so, 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 so terrified. And I was thinking about that date, like weeks in advance, like so worried about having to go to a restaurant and, As you can see, all this food fear started to really build up inside of me, and I was becoming my body. I forgot that I was not my body, but to me, I was my body. It was who I am. I am the girl who leaned out and lost weight and looked like this and got on the stage in a tiny swimsuit, and so this this went on for a couple of years and eventually after my second show, at least I had this aha moment where I was like, this isn't the life I want to live anymore. I don't want to be so obsessed with exercise and so obsessed with food that I can't even spend time with the people around me that want to get to know me. And like, even if I'm with them, my mind was elsewhere and it was becoming very, very, very hard and really just torturous in my head because I was dying to love my body the way my family loves their bodies, and my friends love their bodies. So I set out on this journey. Literally, I moved states. I got away from the environment. I had put myself in. I got a dog and, like, just wanted to start over. And not that that's the key to to changing how you think on the inside, because, of course, it really starts on in the inside. But for me, those two steps helped me to launch off. And then from there, I just started listening to lots of my favorite people and podcasts and doing a lot of forcing myself to try new foods and to not work out and to take breaks and to love myself and forgive myself and give myself permission to feel my feelings. And after, I mean, honestly, after a year, it's been a year since I've lived in Colorado now, this entire year, I've made it my, my only purpose of this year was to begin to love myself and love the food I eat and forgive myself for you know, all the years of mind body destruction that I put myself through, and to really just thrive in who I am. And I can like, confidently say to this day, like all of the things that I put to action have really worked, and I feel amazing. And it's just incredible wow. what I've gone through. But that's how where I am today.
0: Wow. That is, that is I, I know that a lot of people resonated with that. Mm-hmm. I know. Sure I did. know. And even, sure of course, did. so, and of course, I've, I've seen the pictures, you know, it wasn't just. Uh, she did something she did it well like Mm -hmm. she was the person that was on stage and you know like that exact figure that a lot of people would strive for you know seeing the magazines and all the marketing but in reality though you probably still weren't happy with yourself were you
3: oh no honestly what I could what I can really truly say is that in those pictures that you see of me like, if you Google in my name, you'll see all of these pictures of just, like, photo shoots and ads and all that stuff. In every single one of those pictures that will pop up, you're looking at the most anxious, depressed, bloated, gassy, miserable, um, angry person I've ever been. Like, to the outsider, you'll see those pictures and be like, wow, she has it all together. I wish I had that willpower. I wish I could eat chicken and broccoli all day long and and like be able to give up give up my social gatherings and all these things to look like no 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 like Mm -mm. I was so so sad and so insecure in who I in who I had become and and it's mostly because I couldn't love who I'd become because I was putting it into my body and my body was never good enough
0: I really want to acknowledge you I want to acknowledge you for having the courage to talk about this. That's right. And more so, I want to acknowledge you for having the original courage to decide that that's not who I want to be, mm-hmm. and following through on that. You know I, know, I know. Of course, it's a evolving process, and I know that nobody's perfect, and you're not. You're not perfect right now. It's not about that. And you've got some interesting uh, information or, or concepts about this whole idea of perfection. So let's actually talk a little bit about that.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, perfection. It's just. It's so subjective. One of my biggest things that I want everyone to understand that perfection is one of the most subjective things in the world. And When you're striving for perfection yourself, you're never truly going to be there because you're chasing an ideal that's constantly changing and it's up to other people. So, for example, when I was doing this competitions, I was trying to chase this idea of perfection So, that a group of about five people who I would never meet, never get to know, could judge me next to a group of like 10 other girls. And I was waiting for this moment. I was spending 18 weeks waiting for this moment to be judged. I wanted to be judged so bad because if it went well, then there I go. I get satisfaction and then I'd be able to love myself finally, or so I thought. And if it went bad, well, for some strange reason a lot of us really thrive on having something to nitpick about ourselves. We mm-hmm. kind of want to know what's wrong with us. We want to invest time in working on something that's wrong with us because it gives us a sense of false control and comfort. This idea that we can control our bodies and control what other people think about us by trying to be perfect is is so so false, but for some reason it does give us a sense of comfort because it's something that we can control and that that is a great feeling knowing that, okay, maybe I can't control what happens in my life and who stays with me and who leaves, but I can't control how I look. And so this idea of perfection, of constantly ch- chasing after perfection, is so misleading because you're looking at other examples of perfection, say like magazine covers of fitness models and, and let's say Instagram because this is like a topic I love to talk about. But when you go on to Instagram, you're looking at, you type in like the hashtag, like um strong, not skinny. And then like all these pictures pop up of strong girls who are not skinny and who are very happy with their bodies, which is awesome. But you're looking at these pictures and you just ate a big meal and you're full and you're tired and you're grumpy because you ate a meal that made you feel bad. And now you feel guilt and shame. And you purposely just extend the torture by going over to look at other people who are perfect. And you see these pictures and, what do you do immediately? You're sad because you think that these people have something you don't have. Mm-hmm. In, in, maybe in your head it's self-control or willpower or something, but that's not it at all. You get this teeny tiny little glimpse of someone's life or of someone's body more like, and then you think you know what they're going through, but you have no clue. Some yeah. of these people are going through eating disorders Some of these people are going through breakups and all they can do right now is control their body just like Mm -hmm. I did. When everything else is going out of control, that's something that's comforting them because that's the one thing that they can control and that's making them feel so amazing. And so they want to put those highlight reels on Instagram for everyone to see and to get likes and makes them feel even better. And then they're all of a sudden feeling more assured that they're doing what they should be doing and that's... Oh, separating their mind-body <laughs> connection, ultimately.
0: Yeah. Certainly. Wow. I, I love the fact that you just said a highlight reel, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because that's what we, we're really doing. You know, we live in this world where you're really seeing oftentimes the best of somebody's life, that's you know, it and, and we, it loses a lot of the, the humanity, you know, and all the different things that are going on in people's lives. And oftentimes when somebody is sharing some of the other stuff, some of the struggles or you know, more it, deep stuff like this, a lot of times people is like, I don't want to hear that. Right? You know, right. like keep that off my, off my newsfeed or whatever. I just right. want to, I want to see the highlight reel That's right. because what we get into then is just, um, which is, there's, there's, there's this thin line, you know, between some, some healthy, um, I, I guess something to motivate us, you know, to strive for, to create a new idea of what's possible. That's the best thing. Let me say it like that. To create an idea about what's possible versus true deep rooted comparison mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law who's you know i've often talked about in the show my greatest teacher she said something that just really shifted my paradigm she said when you compare yourself mm-hmm. you silence what created you right when you compare yourself you silence what created you because you are unique you're a unique phenomenon you know and we've really gotten to this life where we're constantly measuring ourselves up against something that we're not you know we're we we can't possibly be you know, of course, we can strive to be better and be, be better versions of ourselves. And more so what I want to make a distinction about, because you're dropping some knowledge bombs already, lot, like some right? crazy insights, <laughs> is that there, there's, there's a way to go about this that is healthy, that is, um, that is rooted in a respect for yourself. You know, so some of the things that we talk about on the show about avoiding, you know, processed, chemical-laced you know, homogenized, pasteurized, pesticide, all that stuff is knowledge of self and self-preservation. Mm-hmm. You know, this is for the ability for you to be a healthy, sovereign human being. This is not for the, for the, for the notion of, you know, creating more fear about it, mm-hmm. you know, because that fear, if fear is the driving force, and another thing I learned from her is that you're, you're only going to be motivated by one of two things, fear or love, Okay. And if fear is the motivation, oftentimes it's gonna end badly, you know, if you don't get out of that fear. And by the way, it can be the initial thing you could transition to love, you know, but if fear is the motivation, it's very, very difficult to have that turn out in a a positive way. So Mm -hmm. I wanna wanna take, I just wanna take a second and and say that. And I wanna go back really quickly because (laughs) you said seven foods, you eating the same seven foods all that time, which, is bananas and pajamas right that is like the furthest thing we we're designed to have a wide variety of micronutrients macronutrients so many things that keep you that healthy sovereign individual but when we get into this kind of comparison model and you 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 allow yourself to do something so unnatural it Mm -hmm. can be just incredibly damaging to you
2: the imagery for me is putting your body in bondage Mm. you know putting your body in a in a a straight jacket nutrient straight jacket mm. and that you're limited to just that space
0: and you're not Houdini you can't get out of that straight jacket <laughs> maybe you can oh, but gosh. so um, let, let's talk a little bit about the fear you know um, and how how disordered eating kind Please of has do. roots in that fear um, do you have any insights there for us
3: oh yeah so much So when it comes to fear, a lot of people just they're so scared of things that they don't even really realize whether it be something that had happened to them when they were a child or something that's happened to them more recently. And when everything when everything's kind of in life is going out of control, they use their diet as a way to give that false sense of comfort, like I've already said. And when you have like, for example, a meal plan and what I did is I had this meal plan that actually had on the paper written down, printed out, the foods that I was allowed to eat, those seven foods. And that those to me, I were taught that those were good foods. Those were good foods. Everything else was bad foods. And so when you start to label foods as good and bad, and like Mm -hmm. say, and this is crazy, and I love what you said about saying that you know there are certain foods that you probably shouldn't avoid to better yourself. That's that's the true root, and that that's where it comes so so in handy to 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 understand your body more and to truly thrive. But when people just read articles that say, oh, this is bad. So say someone who's very impressionable is reading a, an article about rice being bad. And so in their head, they're they're scared because what happens if they have this rice? First of all, maybe they won't be included in this group. Maybe they so badly want to be in the no rice group because that's where their friends are. And they're looking on the outside and they so want to be in wearing this. This um, I heard someone say a, a nutritional badge, which I thought was kind of interesting saying mm-hmm. everyone's saying like, I'm this free or this free, gluten free. Mm-hmm. Um, meat-free everything, and people want to be in there, and they're so scared that if they have that food, even though their body's dying for it, they're not going to be able to be accepted in that club anymore. So they create a fear there. And then they they get this, this amazing body by cutting out all of the, quote, bad foods, and then they're so scared that if they have it just one time, they'll either, A, lose control, or they'll, B, lose their body, and they'll lose that body they've been working so hard for. So that is really, really where... Disordered eating and something like bulimia comes into play because when you're scared of the food and you're scared that you're going to lose control and you finally have that food you're scared of, what do you think happens? You lose control. Like That's exactly what happens every time because you don't know when you're going to get that food again. It's not even a... You're, most people aren't even conscious of this. This is just our mm-hmm. primal instincts. Like if you keep telling your body, tomorrow we're starting a diet. Tomorrow we're not eating any carbs. Tomorrow we're not eating this food that's bad. Well, if you say, okay, well, tonight I can have it, you're naturally going to want to eat all of it. And right. that's where you just you lose total control because you're like, I've got to eat it now. I've got to eat so much. I've got to stuff myself because I'll never have it again. Right. And then maybe even the next day you do end up eating it again. And then you do the same exact thing. And this is how people gain weight, which is so confusing because they think that they're dieting. And then that's when you realize that you really do have a food fear with something in particular because you're scared of not having it again. You're scared of losing control. You're scared of losing someone in your life or that body you put all of your hope into.
0: This goes really right down to, again, our basic human programming. And so let me break this down for everybody, because, I mean, there's so much value here. And again, you're speaking so many people's language right now. And, you know, Jade, is over. She's she's been just nodding her head, yeah, putting her fist, yes. yeah, the fist bumps, you know, she's definitely uh, resonating with this. But it, this boils down to something very, very important I want people to walk away with, which is our basic human programming is we're really wired up to consciously avoid restriction okay we don't like to be restricted as a as a sovereign entity okay no animal does and by the way we are animals Mm -hmm. we're just very very evolved animals okay we have a lot of the same basic programming but we talk about on on recent episodes as well is that we have three different brains that kind of evolved on top of each other the amygdala which is concerned about survival only Mm -hmm. the limbic brain which is concerned about the four f's fighting (laughs) fleeing feeding and friendliness procreation (laughs) and then the more evolved prefrontal cortex okay so all of these parts of your brain work in 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 symbiosis to help you to avoid restriction deprivation we we, we're trying to get away from it Mm -hmm. we do not like deprivation the whole concept of a diet as soon as you hear that word you think deprivation, restriction, mm-hmm. I can't have
2: long green. You're mile. putting
0: yourself in bondage, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately that you are going to be fighting intrinsically from the, the we're talking about your evolution is going to be fighting against that. Okay. Once you tell your once you tell a kid you can't have something mm-hmm. or don't do that, they're going to do it. Like they mm-hmm. want to do it more. You know, just wait till you're not around, mm-hmm. you know? But you can't same thing. We're just we're just big babies, you know. And when you try to deprive a human being we're going to subconsciously find ways to avoid having uh, that deprivation be a part of our life. Does that make sense?
3: Well, that makes so much sense. Totally. I'm right there with you. But, and like, even if you, you tell yourself not to have something, you might not, not have it. Like, you might be able to avoid it. But what are you going to be thinking about all day long and wanting to talk about and dying to have? Like you're going to want to have that same thing. So even like if you're not physically putting in your body, your mind, your relationship with your mind is going to be disordered.
0: Right. Oh, my goodness. So true. So true within yourself, you know. So let's actually let's let's talk a little bit about that, about our our own our own self. All right. This this because I've said the word sovereign many times. So let's talk about this inner dialogue, this this the person that we are, the uniqueness that we are. Um, and how, you know, basically there's, there's nobody identical to us. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that and about how we are really the only one with our unique genetic blueprint. You know, everybody is unique phenomenon. So let's talk a little bit about that and, and how we can get out of comparing ourselves.
3: Yeah, this is a subject that really honestly breaks my heart because so many people are looking at other people imagining this whole perfection thing and thinking that if only I could look like her or mold myself to be her, and you don't even realize that she has just as many problems as you do, if not more.
2: Right.
3: You know, and we are so, so entirely unique, and I'm so passionate about telling every woman that I meet or even through my podcast that we have such a unique strand of genes. Like... Who we are, it, it, there's no one like you whatsoever. No one in this entire world is like you. You are so unique. You were put on this earth for a purpose. And if you're so distracted by food and by your body and by perfection, then you're not going to live out that purpose. And one one thing that really helped me pull out of my, my crazy, like, disordered eating thoughts and food fears is that when I am... 85 years old and alone because I could never hold a relationship because I was so obsessed with being someone else. And then what I, what I want to look back and say, like, what, what are my thoughts going to be? Are my thoughts going to be, man, I really wish that I had, you know, made my disordered eating more of a serious thing in my life. And then when I die, what's my, like, what are people going to say? Are they going to say like, wow, Madeline, she was like really good at eating clean (laughs) or like Mm. she was really good at being gluten free. Like, I really like admire her for being gluten free. Like, what are (laughs) they going to say? Because at that point in my life, I was wondering, I really, truly was. I was thinking, what are people going to say? Because I spend so much time working on my body and so much time planning my diets, writing out my diets, uh, pinging other people online about what kind of diet I should be following. Like there were times where in one night, I probably like, email three different like diet experts and be like this is my current diet and I'm not losing like as much weight as I want to be losing what should I be doing and at the same time he's logging my food in on my fitness pal like tracking all of my macros and and contemplating going low carb the next day it's like all this stuff was happening at once and what I was really starting to realize is that the biggest problem I was having was not having any kind of self-trust mm-hmm. I had lost all of my self-trust because I was giving it to everyone else I was giving it to society to tell me what does it mean to be beautiful I was giving it to judges to say what how good is my body rank I was giving my trust to diet coaches to write me meal plans and like everyone else had a stronger opinion on who I am what my worth is than I did myself I had absolutely no say and I started to realize that I have no say in my life I have no self trust If tomorrow I didn't have my diet or my meal plan right now, I don't know what I would do. So one of the biggest things to developing self-trust is to, well, two things. I would say, first of all, start to minimize the amount of um, opportunities you have to compare yourself. Stop scrolling all around social media sites. Stop going on Instagram all the time. Right now, go to your Instagram and unfollow all the accounts that really make you wish you were someone else and just minimize all those opportunities. And then second of all, it's really about challenging social norms and deciding for yourself what it means to be beautiful. Because if we keep giving everyone else the opportunity to tell us what it means to be beautiful, we'll never have the chance to develop it ourselves. And if you never really truly have your own belief... If you don't have your beliefs, there's really no hope for you ever saying you are beautiful because if you keep saying that's beautiful and I'm not beautiful, then you're never going to be able to believe that what you, who you are is truly the greatest thing on earth. It's so unique. It's so amazing. So you need to start challenging what it means to be beautiful, what it means to be successful, what a well-rounded, amazing, rich life looks like. What does it look like to you? Decide mm-hmm. that. Stop letting everyone else. Decide that for you and really invest some time into thinking what you truly want to believe in your inside and on your outside, who you want to be, because it's
2: already inside of you.
0: Mm, Wow. Yes. Those are some great strategies. Yes,
2: Yes. Yes. Decide for yourself what it means. Not only make your own belief, but, you know, so to speak, make your own movie. Mm. Make your own internal movie. Use your own lens. Mm. I like Mm -hmm. that.
0: You know, something to piggyback off of that as well is that going back a little bit to the disordered eating, that whole paradigm, you know, again, it's based on this idea of I'm going to avoid this stuff tomorrow. So let me binge today, Mm -hmm. you know, on the stuff that I really should be avoiding. And so you've got to shift the meter or shift the perspective, you know, to get yourself out of that bondage. And again, I want everybody to you said important word about forgiveness, you know, because there are many individuals listening now who've got kind of funky relationships with food. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not everybody. Some of us kind of got this stuff dialed in. We're just focused on being healthy and happy. But uh, many of us are looking at things as, as right or wrong, good or bad. Very, very dogmatic. Yes. Which can put you into a very, you know, very scary place. Mm-hmm. So what. To shift the meter a little bit what we need to do it's it's simple but it's not it's not, i'm not saying it's easy mm-hmm. so what we need to do is completely shift our attention off of the things that we are trying to avoid and shift over onto things that we love right so we get onto the abundance plan there you go right it's a whole different consciousness you know the stuff that we need to avoid even having that kind of just in our awareness that it's it's bad for us or i shouldn't do this is going to make you be driven If some very primitive parts of you to Mm -hmm. taking part in that. And then what that leads to is the guilt, the shame, the worry, and the regret.
2: Well, that negative energy will attract more.
0: Yeah. So shifting your attention over to all of the things that you love, Mm -hmm. all of the abundance, all of the incredible foods that you get to eat, all the stuff you have access to, you know, and freeing your mind, open yourself up and understand that there are like 20,000 different Foods that you have access to right now and I'm not talking about the thousands more that are you know more exotic and kind of rare and we can't get our hands on in, in our kind of you know uh, so-called civilized society you know but <laughs> what we tend to eat is like the same she said seven foods, but you just up that a little bit really the same 12 foods Maybe it's just different down versions down. of the same stuff. wheat, corn is in everything, soy We're doing is in that. everything. Chicken, Mm -hmm. different chicken, 50,000 different ways, you know, and (laughs) then maybe maybe we throw some oranges in there. But if you go down the store, the the regular store shelves, I mean, you got the produce is like one small section. Mm -hmm. Then the rest of the store is processed food made, the same stuff,
2: the same stuff.
0: Right. So what we get to do is open ourselves up and shift over to the love plan, you know, and just focus on all the stuff that you love, mm-hmm. that you get to eat.
2: And your body does too.
0: And making those things in different ways that you get to enjoy different, you know, treats and things that are, are sweet and salty and all those different flavor sensations that you actually are required to have. Right. When they surveyed, they actually did this with an, with an indigenous tribe and actually asked them, what's your favorite food? And you would think that, okay, they're going to eat stuff that's healthier. They're more robust. They're more genetically uh, aligned with their blueprint. They're like, honey. We love honey. The thing is, they don't. They can't access it that often. Mm -hmm. And if they do, gotta probably battle it out with some
2: bees, (laughs) right?
0: But it's still it's a driving force of humans to find sweet things. So telling yourself to not eat something sweet is setting you up for failure. Mm -hmm. Now on the other side, salt. That was another thing. So the reason that Maddie was avoiding the salt is because of the fluid retention. Mm -hmm. You know, can dry you out, make you very you know basically um, thin skin. You know, so you get get rid of the fluid retention, but if you put a salt lick out the animals go right for it okay they're driven for that because salt is it helps to, cr- to create that proper electrolyte balance in your body for health mm-hmm. for your nervous system function for your hormone function for your brain function if you deprive yourself of these things you're setting yourself up for failure Now, there's a difference between getting some high quality salt and then like whatever <laughs> <laughs> processed a hungry man dinner right? right that's a different right. kind of thing right you know but even Telling yourself that the Hungry Man dinner is bad, subconsciously you're going to be saying, you know what? But <laughs> mm-hmm. I can go ahead and have a little bit. Sure, you know,
2: sure. But I so. like the way the terms you put it in. Is this something that's worthy of my body? Right. Is this something that is going to be compatible with my body? Right. And I like that. Definitely was a paradigm shift too.
0: So, Maddie, all the stuff that we're talking about here today, you you've seen a need for this, you know, in in the public, you know, because you're you're out there, you've got an amazing show. Um, a lot of people are, are following you and they're initially probably turned on and tuned into you because they're like, wow, she's very beautiful. She's fit. But then you quickly shift over and like, hey, those that that person that you see on those pictures, she was not she was not happy. She was not anywhere close to it. And you just kind of described all the the um, kind of negative side effects of right. that. Right. But now you've, you've you've created a strategy and a program for women in particular i believe so just tell us a little bit about that
3: yeah thank you so much so the program is called 4 weeks to body freedom and i got that name because two of the things that i'm most passionate about is helping people find food freedom and body respect and you cannot have food freedom until you have body respect you cannot it's it's so they're so closely tied together that the way you feel about your body will show in how you eat. I mean, it all comes down to that. So in this four-week program, it starts January 19th, and the program is really meant for people that basically really resonate with this podcast as a whole. And um, Everything I've told you about how I kind of got out of my own disordered eating thoughts, it was a very, very, very long process, and I couldn't have done it without learning a lot of things along the way. So I've been getting a lot of um, people contacting me just trying to get some help with what they're going through with their own disorders eating and their food fears and all of this stuff because it is hard to talk about and this, it's luckily it's one of my favorite things to talk about. So I've really decided to put aside some time for um, starting January 19th to make this program uh, happen. So I'm really looking for anyone who is really resonating with this and really ready, and I mean committed and ready to start loving their body and to start seeing food differently and to be able to make choices around food that aren't time-consuming, anxious, and fearful. And instead, it's coming from a loving matter in a loving way that really makes you respect your mind-body relationship. So, um, you can go ahead and sign up. I'm sure there'll be a link to this on yeah. the the show notes for this. But I would love to have everyone that's really interested in this kind of program join me because it's going to be exceptional, and I'm just so excited.
0: Awesome. I, I'm excited. excited. Yes. I'm excited for the people that are going to be a part of this that's because right. this is this is needed today. Mm-hmm. You know, for even uh, you know a lot of the guys that are listening. You know, th- surprisingly, again, there are a lot of guys that I've had the opportunity to work with over the years that have had disordered eating you know, and these different labels that they've oh, been sure. driven to. But also, I-, I want the guys out there to understand that you have no idea about how many women are dealing with this stuff on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And you would just think that somebody just kind of, quote, normal, but even normal is just not even the appropriate word to use. But they're not thinking about food in this context, but they are. You know, it's a it's a very big trigger and a, a very big fear uh, for a lot of women in particular, but also there's a lot of guys, too. So this is something we all need to get an education on so that we can be more loving and opening and compassionate to be able to hear this stuff, to help other people to work through it. Absolutely. Because we've gotten into a society to where, you know, we've really propped up and young girls in particular are marketed to that they need to be a certain way or else there's something wrong with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and not understanding because we've got to change this at a ground floor level of loving and appreciating yourself that it's it's needed. It's a necessity instead of it being something that it's actually even packaged up in a way of being a sin, being a sinful idea because we're worried about vanity. There's a difference between saying, you know, I'm Kanye West and I got my face on my (laughs) t-shirt. I'm the best. You guys suck. There's a difference between (laughs) this kind of overflowing ego and a healthy self-love and admiration because you're a a unique phenomenon of all of the universe. Yes. You know, you're something very, very special and you've got gifts, talents, capacities that we all need. You know, you were put here for this purpose to give those gifts. You know, that's why you're here. And if you're holding back and and kind of in this kind of weird, selfish thing that we get into by worrying about things like, you know, how am I matching up to everybody else instead mm-hmm. of just focusing on giving your gift? That's right. when we get into all these problems that we're talking about. And, you know, so definitely everybody head over. we'll actually put up a page for it. We'll go to the seanstevensonmodel.com forward slash body freedom. Okay, one word, body freedom. And of course, we'll put in the show notes for easy access as well. And again, I'm excited for people to get signed up with this because it's needed today. And I really do appreciate you, Maddie. I mean, yeah. I can't even tell you how mm-hmm. remarkable it is to see you doing what you're doing. I mean, it's so courageous, you know, so thank you.
3: Yeah, appreciate Thank you that. so much, guys. I really appreciate
0: that. By the way, when we were talking about the sugar and the salt and all these different things that we have a natural drive towards it's because these things are good. <laughs> and It's just understanding we need to have healthy access to all of life's pleasures, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and understanding making the distinction between like, okay, that's chemically made to make me feel a certain way versus this is created by life, mm-hmm. you know, and finding interesting ways of packaging those things up so you can enjoy those flavor sensations the way those things feel without having the the hangover you know the food hangover and that's what we're all about here Mm -hmm. on the show you know as
2: maddie would say without having the food hangups i loves it yeah Yeah. no
0: more judging that's right you don't got to stand in front of any judges Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. you know it's right now it's time to to tune into yourself and and to really cultivate a healthy attitude and and gratitude for yourself and all that you are all that you've been through and appreciate where you are right now and get a healthy, clear vision about where you're going. I love right? that. And we're going to be right here to continue to do this with you. And uh, so, you know, we're coming here up on the close of the show, so I asked my guests this question, and I'm really interested to hear your answer. What is the model that you represent for people? What is the example that you're here to set?
3: The model I want to set is to redefine what it means to be fit and to be healthy and help women to learn how to create their own ideas of fitness and health and instead of relying on other people to tell them what it means to really cultivate unconditional body respect and food freedom.
0: Hmm. I love it. I love it. Yes. Also, can you let everybody know where they can get connected with you online?
3: Yeah, of course. You can find me at mindbodymusings.com. dot com, and then I'm also on um, Facebook as Mind Body Musings, as well as Instagram and Twitter. Everything's Mind Body Musings. And uh, if you have any questions or about the program or anything at all, mindbodymusings at gmail dot com. You can reach out anytime. And uh, my podcast is also on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find the Mind Body Musings podcast there. And I really hope to connect with everybody.
0: Awesome. And right. by the way, with her Instagram, it's not going to be any weird comparison unless you're, you know, um, comparing yourself to cute dogs and eating whole plates of food. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right. Good thank deal. you so thank much, you Maddie. Again, Maddie. I appreciate you so much.
3: Thank you so much. You guys rock.
0: So, everybody, head over and check out com forward slash body freedom. One word, forward slash body freedom. Or just head over to the show notes. And if you're interested, if this is really something that is compelling to you and, and, and it's resonating with you, Uh, definitely get connected with Maddie and her her phenomenal program coming up. And this is 2015, okay? So this is January 19th, 2015. Uh, It's gonna be kicking off and I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for the people that's gonna participate because this is the real level that all this stuff is really needed to be looked at, which is getting that inner game together, that healthy self-love and compassion and care for yourself because you truly cannot give what you don't have. Appreciate you so much for tuning into the show. Take care and we'll talk with you real soon. And make sure for more after the show you head over to theson stevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome yeah. and you're loving it. Yeah. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care everybody. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life.